Welcome to Living Water Radio. For the world, it's time for the Christmas takedown. Take down the tree, take down the decorations, take down the lights, and put them away until next year. For Christians, it's also the time for the Christmas takedown, but of a very different kind. Today, we're going to find out what kind. My name is Pastor David Burkadall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ, ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. There was snow in the foothills near us for Christmas. Not that we could see it, it was too cloudy. Mammoth Mountain got two feet of snow in 24 hours, though. The Sierra Nevadas got 10 feet. We didn't have a white Christmas here this year, but we certainly had a wet one. We got soaked. Our eaves trough drains clogged and had to be cleaned out several times. Our yard turned to soup. We had standing water everywhere. We even had lightning and thunder on Christmas Eve morning. That might have slowed down the de-decoration from Christmas process around us, at least inside, but not for lack of desire. We saw some Advent calendars this year counting down the days of Advent until Christmas, but finding ones with remotely Christian images was almost impossible. By the way, I mentioned last time that Target in San Dimas had no religious-themed Christmas cards this year, but Sally said that when she looked, they had a few. They were certainly few among the whole side of the aisle, though, and hard to find because I looked twice. Sally's the finder. Christmas is getting harder to find, just two days after Christmas Day. For many, Christmas ends on Christmas Day, New Year's Day at the latest. Christmas is over for many when the season of commercial preparations ends, and then it's done. Really done. In fact, we saw businesses, including McDonald's, mark 12 days of Christmas as a countdown to Christmas this year. The Christian Church, however, starts the Christmas season on Christmas Eve and celebrates it for 12 whole days until January 6th, the day of the Epiphany, as in the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. So now we get Christmas pretty much all to ourselves. There's no more holiday stress. The long nightmare of excess and expectations is over. Now we get Christmas to ourselves and those with whom we share it. Now comes the Christmas blessing, and we open our hearts to receive it for 12 whole days. By the way, the cost of all 12 gifts listed in the song, The 12 Days of Christmas, went up 5.7% from 2019, because the pandemic made 2020 costs hard to calculate, to $41,205.58. You know, those exotic pets like turtle doves, geese, and French hens are expensive, increasing the most, largely because of increased labor and food costs. 
Now is the church's time for another kind of Christmas takedown. No, not the trees or the lights or the decorations. Christ is born. He was born so that he might die and we might live forever. He took down the consequences of our sin before God. Now is the time to open your heart and receive the work of the Holy Spirit within you to take down fear. The Christmas story begins with the announcement of the angel Gabriel to Mary. And what are the first words out of his mouth after his greeting? Look at Luke chapter 1, beginning at the 28th verse. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. I've read that the words, Do not be afraid, or fear not, or something like that, appear 365 times in the Bible, one for every day of the year. Be obedient to God's call. Let God do God's work. Take down anything that draws you away from God. We've had enough of the commercial aspects of our cultural Christmas. Lean into God, the Word made flesh, and live by the work of the Holy Spirit within you, as Paul writes in Philippians chapter 4, the 8th verse. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Take down life without being transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was born in Bethlehem that you might have life that really is life in San Dimas or Laverne or wherever you live. Paul writes in his letter to the Romans in chapter 12, verse 2, Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Take down the life of a community that has settled for being a friendly family, or a social service agency, or a keeper of traditions, or a political action committee that preserves the religious language but has lost the point of being a church. Christmas is a time when sentimentality or happy memories can take the place of a real encounter with the holy. Instead, read the Christmas story from the Bible, gratefully pray, serve others in the name of Jesus, introduce people to a living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, worship in awe, share your whole self with fellow believers in a Christian community, and support one another because of your common relationship with the one true living God. As Paul counsels a young pastor in 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning at the first verse, you must understand this, that in the last days distressing times will come. For people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, inhuman, implacable, slanderers, profligates, brutes, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the outward form of godliness but denying its power. Avoid them. Take down trying to justify yourself before God. Jesus did that. It's why Jesus was born. 
to die for us. It's why we have a reason to celebrate Christmas. As Paul writes in Romans chapter 5, beginning at the first verse, Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to his grace in which we stand, and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. Take down the cares of this world, and whatever takes you away from being who you are and who you present to the world that sees only a secular Christmas. As we read in Paul's letter to Galatians, the third chapter, the 27th verse, As many of you as were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Let your clothes be the first thing that people notice about you. Finally, take down any embarrassment at celebrating Christmas as a Christian. Be countercultural. Don't take down your Christmas tree, your lights, or your decorations. Leave them up until January 6th, the day of the Epiphany of our Lord, and be a witness when you are asked why, or get funny looks. As Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, beginning at the 14th verse, You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. These are the things to take down during Christmas. And what shall we take up? As Jesus says in Matthew chapter 16, beginning at the 24th verse, Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, and take up their cross, and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. We are currently looking at a surge of the Omicron variant of the original COVID-19 virus. We are currently averaging 176,000 cases a day in the United States. California is actually doing better than the country as a whole, but we are still seeing a surge. Hospitals are filling up again, and ER workers are becoming discouraged at the daily cases of extreme illness and death that could have been prevented by the vaccines. Christmas celebrations in Bethlehem were scaled back because of the virus. Let's not let our celebrations be diminished in any way that matters. Christ is born to die and bring eternal life starting right now. Let us instead take down anything that discourages us and live the fully abundant life that Jesus has come to give us and celebrate him in this season of Christmas. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccines and the booster because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer sometime today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to either of the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. 
when you have a church, go to or tune into the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be fully functioning as we move into the new normal. Support your pastor and church leaders, pray for them, and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Contact a friend or a relative. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time into the light. Wear a mask when you're outside your home. Practice social distancing. Wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Get your vaccine. It is the one thing you can do to keep lowering the curve and to literally save lives. Avoid crowds if you can and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. We all struggle in some way. Be a helper and encourager. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.